0: Welcome to Famous with Kate and Liz.
1: Welcome, welcome, one and all. We are so, listen, I'm in a heat wave and I'm just trying to relax. The so, world is in a heat wave. It is. It's true. My brain is melted. So, um, I apologize up front for any, <laughs> anything I might say in this coming episode um, because, you know, Brain, brain melt is a real thing. Hashtag brain melt.
0: (laughs) That's right. It really, really is. Um, Welcome back. Welcome guests. We're continuing our series on um, famous hotels. Um, So I hope you're ready to check in. We'll let you check in before three at our hotel because.
1: Yes. Don't get us started. Do not get us started. Why is it so late? You're paying for a full day. You and know. you check in after four and you have to check out before 11 or 10.
0: You can stay 24 like, hours at our place.
1: You absolutely. Your stay covers 24 hours, whether you're here for the night, you know, a couple hours. We got you, please. I cannot with hotels anyway. I'm so <laughs> glad that it's your week because clearly <laughs> I need a break. Um, so we did the, did you already say what we did last week, the Beverly Hilton? No,
0: no, yeah, we did Beverly
1: Hilton know, last uh, week.
0: So that was a good one, you know, just so many um, scandals and different things that have happened there over the years. Um, yeah,
1: it was good. Yeah, we love, we love Hollywood. So yeah. we love to hate it. We hate to love it, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. So um, that was the perfect one for our Do what episode. This week, you are... You are like manager of this hotel right now. <laughs>
0: oh god. Yeah, this week I'm doing a little um different one. Uh, it's the Villa Casa Casorinha, which is actually the Gianni Versace mansion in Miami.
1: <gasps> okay. Phew, okay. Cause I was like <laughs> You never heard like, of this it? This is a famous one and you said what now? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. So I'm just going to call it the villa, like that's how I'm going to refer to it. It's the Villa Casa Casarina, I believe. Um but it is a former Versace mansion. Um and so yeah, it it I didn't know much about it other than Gianni Versace lived and died there, but I learned like a lot looking into the background. Um So yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about it other than Gianni Versace was killed there. That's it.
0: Yeah. Spoiler alert. So
1: enlighten us. in. Inla- oh, sorry. <laughs> Do we not all know that? <laughs> Damn. Not everybody watches every single true crime thing on streaming services. What? That's
0: what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, we are going to talk about the murder, but, like, I'm not going to go into it as much because there are so many different shows and podcasts yeah. and things that you can read about in the assassination of Gianni Versace. Read and learn and hear um so you can like look into that but
1: it, oh my god 100% um
0: yeah did you want to start with like um a little game though
1: oh yes okay yes and of course i thought of this like you know after we we recorded last week but i was curious what pseudonym you would use to check into a hotel if you were a famous person so we have you know, famous people like Taylor Swift cannot just like go check in at the Hilton and be like, I'm Taylor Swift. Like, no, you have to have a pseudonym. So I thought I would ask you what you would use as a name to check in if you were a famous person. Yeah,
0: you know, and I really thought about this for a while and I didn't really have like anything great. I just think I would be like a famous movie character or something like that. You know? Yes. So yep. I thought of like, Share Horowitz.
1: <laughs> yes, oh my god, I'm stealing that. Can I steal that? Yeah. I love that. Share Share Horowitz as our pseudonym. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I love that so much. I was thinking along the same lines like famous and um I would use the name punky Brewster oh nice yes
0: that's a really good one yeah the only other one I was like maybe Bugs Bunny like something stupid like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah Porky Pig yeah Porky Pig oh my god now I have another one to say I should start making a list so when I become so famous which like the other thing I would only be D-list famous like at the most right yeah, so yeah. maybe you would want to use a name like Taylor Swift <laughs> so the more people would come and you'd be like oh my god it's just little old me like Trying to be famous. I'm D-List.
0: Yeah. So I heard you who I am. In here. Quick come to the Beverly Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Oh my God.
0: Um, yeah. So I mean, I know you looked up some celebrity um aliases that they have used. Too yeah, there
1: is nothing much. like ugh. I thought I would find something like really fun, but it's nothing like crazy. Um Beyonce's known to have gone by the name Ingrid Jackson. Um, Which, of course, this doesn't say, like, if that has any specific meaning, like, a grandmother's name and, you know, like, whatever. Not Sasha. Um, Like, what? (laughs) No. No. Um, Ingrid Jackson. So, that name doesn't really pop out, you know, it's like, oh my god, Mm -hmm. who is this? It's like a normal person's name. Um, Kim Kardashian has been known to check in with the name Princess Jasmine an uh, ode to her favorite she would <laughs> yep yep i mean she played it on snl famously kissed pete davidson for the first time while playing princess jasmine and that's been like her favorite character of like all time so um so kind of similar to like what we were saying with using like a Hollywood name, like, of yesteryear, yeah. maybe, or, like, a character from a movie. So, Tom Hanks alternated between Harry Lauder, who was a vaudeville performer and comedian, and Johnny Madrid, a oh. trumpet player who performed with Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and The Outsiders. So, okay. just, like, random other famous Yeah,
0: that's people. very <laughs>
1: <awesome>. <laughs> Yeah, like, wouldn't he be Woody or something? like <laughs> Right. Something like that. Um, let's see. Lindsay Lohan um, has an alter ego, Bella Lovelace, as an ode. In an is an ode to Linda Lovelace, who was a '70s porn star, um, which Lindsay Lohan was supposed to play. In well, almost. Do you remember this? Yes. Well, I didn't. Yes. I mean,
0: you just said this, but now, yeah.
1: Right. It's like a blast from the actual past. Mm. Yes. So she was supposed to play Linda Lovelace in like a biopic Mm -hmm. about her and maybe it was like between her and whoever ended up playing it. But I don't know who played in that role. Maybe if I like Googled it.
0: It made like I, after the controversy, I didn't like hear anything ever about it. Yeah.
1: And you know what? If she played that role, you would have be like, yep, I definitely went to see that movie (laughs) because Lindsay Lohan was her. Right. Um, so, that's kind of a cool one. Um, Jay-Z goes by Frank Sinatra. Okay. Which is interesting. I mean, um, like,
0: he... I, owed to New York, you know, like, the... You know, king of... Yeah, the
1: king of New York, yeah. Like, In the old olden days. Yeah. In the old times. Um, okay. These are kind of dumb. I'm trying to find another... Oh. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Err... I just made the emoji face of like, ooh. <laughs> what do I say? What do I say? This is awkward. Um, Michael Jackson uh, used the name Doctor Doolittle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he like,
0: had a bunch of animals at the Neverland.
1: He did. I'm sure in his mind, he thought he was Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> Like, I don't know what to say. I feel so awkward right now, even talking about Michael Jackson. (laughs) So let's move on to Johnny Depp, another character human that I feel really weird talking about. Because he's most likely an alien, and he's listening to everything I'm saying right now. And I will probably be abducted this evening. So this is our last podcast together. (laughs) Just know. I'm with Johnny Depp, and he is an alien. Um, okay, <laughs> rant over. Um, it, it says, oh, of course, the first line of this says Johnny Depp has always been a bit unusual. He doesn't break that t- uh, tendency when coming up with alien aliases. Oh no, I can't read. Um, some of Depp's hotel aliases include Mister Drip Noodle. Okay. Mister Drip Noodle. That's the
0: most. Light. What do you think
1: that means?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the most, like, un, like, bonerific thing. (laughs) I don't
1: know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and, like, not good for your case. (laughs) Like, (sighs) Mr. Drip Noodle, Mr. Odd Pong, like, Odd Pong, Mm -hmm. which is weird, and Mr. Stench. (laughs) oh. <laughs> um, don't you think of Johnny Depp completely differently now?
0: I mean, he's always been an odd bong in my mind. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I mean, when he's in Pirates of the Caribbean, he is Mr. Stench. Like, like, you can smell yeah. that. And, you know, he is a character actor. I mean, I when you that. are watching his movies, you are never thinking, oh, my God. Oh yeah, that's Johnny Depp. Like, right. no, you never do that once. And um I always think, oh my God, he must have smelled so bad, like to get into character. Just like never brush his teeth, never like yeah. shower. Oh my just god. Just full yeah. pirate. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, so that's a few of them. The the last one I'll mention, which is like so stupid, Justin Timberlake, another controversial character. <laughs> um He has gone by Mr. Wood Pond, like instead of Timber Lake, Wood Pond.
0: Oh, ha, ha ha
1: ha. Mr. Wood Pond. Yeah, that's like trying too hard. Like Jimmy Fallon probably wrote that for him yeah. and was like, You should go by the name Wood Pond. And he's like, Yeah, you're so funny. Okay. <laughs> Get Chelsea Handler on late night. That's what I'm saying. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, she went there hot take, but I agree. Bring her back. Oh
1: God. Anyway. Uh, okay. Please take over because I, those well, no. are all the ones I want to share.
0: I thought that was perfect because um, as I was sharing before we started, I feel like you would almost maybe need like an alias to stay at this hotel because it's very exclusive today. There are only like 10 guest suites in it. So, you know, not super available all the time. Um, but yeah, so this is a place that's always fascinated me. Um, it's definitely like last week with the Beverly Holton, we were like, oh, maybe we stay there. Maybe we'd just go like get a drink. I would definitely want to stay here if I if money wasn't an object. You know, yeah.
1: oh, my God, here. this would be our meetup. Like this yeah. would be our reunion for sure. But
0: there is also a restaurant and bar there, too. So if you just want to oh. have a drink or a meal, you can do that. Um, oh,
1: my God. Yeah, let's do that. That's more bu- budget friendly. <laughs> right. I'm sure
0: it's still super expensive, but yeah, cheaper than a room. um So, yeah, let's get into the background. So, the Villa Casa Casarina, which I said I'm just going to like refer to as the Villa, it's just such a mouthful to say over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, was built in 1930 by Alden Freeman. And um, his father, Joel Freeman, was treasurer of the Standard Oil Trust, also known as Rockefeller's Company. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And when he died, he left Alden all of his wealth, pretty much, um, or a whole bunch of it anyways. And Alden was pretty young. He was only um, 27 years old when he had the opportunity to now retire <laughs> from being an architect. And, you know, now had some money and his own wealth and traveled the world. So he was like, oh, oh God, I'm
1: <laughs> 27. I mean, I don't think there is much better of a story than that yeah
0: I just makes me want to cry. Um so yeah,
1: <laughs> he was also a descendant from the Mayflower
0: on his mother's side and had a very strong tie to history. Um, he was always really well traveled. He was considered very intelligent. He loved the adventurous spirit of um the original cancellation. He loved Christopher Columbus.
1: <laughs> and oh boy, of course he did. Oy, yeah, yeah,. This is a very controversial episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. He definitely loved Chris Columbus. And on one of his many trips around the world, he went to Alcazar de Colón in Santo Domingo, um, the Dominican Republic. And this um, house was built by Diego Columbus, Christopher Columbus's son, which like I never oh. about him like having kids. Duh.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this that name sounds familiar. OK, yeah.
0: so um, this place was built by Diego Columbus and it was known for being the oldest residence in the Western Hemisphere. Um, and so Alden was so inspired by the house that he decided to come back home to Miami Beach, where he was from, and build his own home um in homage to Alcazar de Cologne, um, the Diego Columbus home. And because he loved Christopher Columbus. So,
1: wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he also brought back two
0: bricks from the Diego Columbus house. Um, and one sits on the right side of the main entrance. Um, and one sits in his former house in the city of Santa Barbara, California. So he had, these were meaningful. So one is still at the, the villa today and Alden dreamed of living in a bohemian society and I just had to like when I read that I was like okay this is from the hotel's website what I'm reading right now also I didn't say that but okay when I read that he just like dreamed of living in a bohemian society all I just like had to eye roll like it's like such a rich person fantasy right like bohemian yeah. society like most people in that are like poor and struggling and up and coming and like working artists or whatever
1: you know so. yeah well it's like we were just I'm re-watching um, Our Flag Means Death with my husband right now and it's like how when Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet who we covered a few weeks ago as the gentleman pirate like they just kind of like wanted to be each other you know what I mean like the, the rich one wanted to like he was so bored with his life he wanted to go be a pirate and then Blackbeard a famous pirate was like i'm so bored with like everybody's just so scared of me i'm not even like fighting anyone anymore this is so stupid so he's like longing for a life of the total opposite yeah it's that whole deal it's
0: a very princess jasmine thing to do
1: (laughs) 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 yes bringing it back (laughs) <laughs> to Kim Kardashian, but yeah, all your roads.
0: On what they don't have. So anyway, so um, he really dreamed of like living in this bohemian society with all of his friends from local areas. Um, and uh, in addition to his many trips abroad, he would meet fascinating people and always invite them to come and hang out. Um, in his Miami Beach home, so he was trying to make this like, kind of like bohemian hangout with like his place.
1: So, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. That's very, very that time. Yeah. And it's like right on the
0: beach, like the boardwalk and, uh, well,
1: wait, you said it's in Miami, right?
0: In Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have
1: you, you've been to Miami? No,
0: no, no, I've never been to Miami.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, you went to, um, did you go to Brazil?
0: I did go to Brazil. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Maybe I was thinking you went to Miami, but you went to Brazil. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) not the same thing at all um anywho (laughs) yep take it away (laughs) guys brain melt brain melt is in full effect
0: (laughs) um yeah so yeah exactly it was like this bohemian wannabe hangout um the hubble and hubble company was the contractor who were responsible for the construction of the villa and the the um ground is the original key lime coral which was part of the house um and designed by the noted 1920s interior designer, Addison Minzer, who um, who also created, like, a lot of stuff in West Palm Beach, I guess. But it's, like, this beautiful key lime coral that's, like, pretty rare that um, makes up the ground of the property.
1: And- okay, right, because isn't there, like, what's that city that's, like, made fully, like, out of coral? Like, St. Augustine or something there's like a whole oh oh, maybe like memorial thing of like the old old town and it's just like fully just made out of coral oh
0: cool I don't know about that but yeah
1: I I I think so I feel like that's like that's like one of my core fifth grade memories is like learning about that that whole time period in history just for like a month you know (laughs) you don't go too deep into it yeah.
0: Coral grounds stick with you. Um, okay. So the original <laughs> property had um, 24 apartments, and um, Alden Freeman lived there on the top floor of the apartment um, in the south corner, and the remaining 23 apartments were available for rent, or they, you know, housed his friends that would come and visit.
1: Okay. And now you said it's 10 now, right? Yeah.
0: Now it's 10. So yeah, originally it was uh, started at 24. Um, oh. Wow, okay. So then Alden died there on oh. November 29th, 1937, following a prolonged illness. Did not say what the illness was, but it was the 30s. So, you know, it
1: anyway. would have been literally anything. That would be a fun game to play. Right. <laughs> what, what did they the, die of in the 30s? What illness killed him?
0: Oh, got it. Uh, At that time, the house was sold to a man named Jacques Amsterdam
1: for a hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. Love this for him. And that's just such a made-up name too. Like that's that's not this guy's real name. (laughs)
0: That could be a good alias. Totally. Yes. Uh, He continued to run the house like an apartment complex, and he named it the Amsterdam Place. Um, in April, 1939, he did a small renovation of the house where he installed an elevator shaft and he replaced the, um, lily pond that was in the courtyard with, um, terrazzo flooring and moved the, there was like this famous kneeling Aphrodite statue. He moved it to the front terrace. Um, and at that time, rooms were rented for $600 a month during the winter season and $30 a month in the summer season.
1: Oh damn! <laughs> I
0: looked up how much it was just to stay th- during this w- coming week, and it's anywhere between like five forty-five and almost a thousand dollars a night.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Okay, see, I was thinking it might be a little more, like a little more than that, because to me, I feel like anyone who has any kind of money would want to stay there, right? <laughs> no? Yeah.
0: I mean, like, it is kind of, like, you got to have a certain taste, right? It is, I mean, it's Versace. That's true. They
1: do, I guess, yeah, that's a good case for having it, like, more
0: gaudy design, too, like, in a way, which I, like, I think it's perfect, and I love it. You know what?
1: Okay, I'm looking it up right now on my phone so I can be, like, listening along and having a visual
0: google it yeah it is very it's like you know what it's kind of like reminds me of the isabella stewart gardener museum <laughs>
1: just Like just oh like which is court-yard. arguably one of my favorite places right, though the
0: courtyard kind <laughs> of reminds me of it but anyways um so yeah so there was this um you know some of these renovations that went on it's very expensive to stay there okay back on track um, in the ensuing years, um, Amsterdam Place kind of um, passed through the hands of several different owners and hundreds of different tenants. And for a short time in the 1980s, um, the house was called the Christopher Columbus Apartments. Um, Ooh. So yeah. And then after a while, the building gradually fell fell into disrepair. Um, but a lot of the original fittings and artworks still survived. Um, so in 1992, while on vacation with his family in Miami beach, famous fashion designer, late, great Gianni Versace took a walk down ocean drive and was immediately attracted to the house, um, because of the kneeling Aphrodite statue that he saw. Um, and he fell in love with the unique Spanish architecture of the property. Uh, cause he, um,
1: yeah, people, I'm sorry. Look this up right now as you're listening. Right. Because I've seen this before, and I'm just like, this pool is insane. And I'm gonna post them. The, I'm gonna post them on our Instagram. Follow us at Famous Kate and Liz. Kate with a C, by the way.
0: And was but, it the American Crime Story, or the Versace assassination for Gianni Versace? Like a lot of it takes place in the
1: home, yes. Know,
0: too, or like yes. what, what you know they envision the home to you know have looked like. Right. Like, right.
1: Know, like but whatever. oh my God, this. This these pictures are like freaking amazing of this pool. It's crazy.
0: Well, and we all know Versace was obsessed with like Greek and Roman mythology. Like, if you've seen any of his designs, the logos. So obviously, this like Aphrodite statue just spoke to him. Yeah. Um. So he purchased the original house built by Alden Freeman for two point nine five million. Um, And he also purchased the lot next door, which was an old Art Deco hotel um, called the Hotel Revere. And um, the neighborhood was placed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1979. Um, Despite strong opposition from the Miami Design Preservation League, Versace bought the hotel as well um next door for 3.7 million in order to demolish it and put in the garden and swimming pool in the south wing. So
1: <laughs> that beautiful Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. No, but I do also love a good Miami art deco building. Oh, that's
0: why I want to go there. Is like for- like
1: if you just want to look up cool architecture, like Google Images Art Deco Hotel Miami or Art Deco Building Miami, whatever. And, oh, my God, these places are awesome looking as, like, someone who does, like, architecture.
0: So beautiful. And I love the Spanish um, design, too. It is, yeah, it is definitely very Versace. (laughs) Um, Versace, Versace, Versace. Okay. so Versace invested an additional thirty two million dollars in renovations in which he added the south wing, the pool, the garden and turned the 24 apartments into 10 large suites in the original house and then two new suites in the south wing. He also removed the elevator shaft that had been put in the courtyard and replaced the fountain and reconstructed. Okay. So he
1: basically, like, redid the whole place. Yeah. I mean, he made it, like, a home more, you know, mm-hmm. Than
0: mm-hmm. A, you know like a huge mansion, really. Um, right,
1: right. I mean, yeah, he would have to. Yep,
0: yeah. He re- he reconstructed the observatory and, um, and including a new, putting in a new copper dome. So, like, very lavish renovations that took almost three years to complete. Um, And in July of um, 1997, July 15th, only five years after he purchased the home, Gianni Versace was killed on the front steps of his house on his usual morning walk home from the news cafe. (sighs) So-
1: Famous, I mean, yeah, this is like, you have to remember this in pop culture history from when, I mean, if you were born, we we're we're eighty five babies, so yeah, know, if you're bored around there, like you remember hearing about this in the news. It's kind of similar to like when Princess Diana died or something. It's like you knew what was going on in like the grandest pop culture level that you would see at the grocery store on all the magazines, like you knew what was going on, but Then now, when we're older and we can, like, research these things of, like, what actually happened, we're like, oh, my God, what? Like, this goes so much deeper. So it's kind of like that time period for me of, like, I remember that happening, but I didn't really remember any of the details about that. But like you said, there are podcast series and, you know, TV shows specifically about Versace's death.
0: Yeah, I'll I talk a imagine. little bit about it. I'm just gonna finish like the hotel background, and then we have to talk okay. a little bit about the murder. I mean, of course, because it happened there. Uh, I think it's what attracts a lot of people to go there mm-hmm. and see it. You know, today, even if they're not staying there, there it's like a an attraction for sure. Um, but I think also it kind of it's sad. it makes me sad. Obviously, it was horrific, but it just shows like. He was kind of just like so comfortable and like a man of the people in some ways where he's just like did this walk down his like little boardwalk beach area every day in his neighborhood, went and got his like coffee or whatever and came back like he did that every day, you know, and that's like how his life ends. You know, And it wasn't like this Mm. crazy thing like he was comfortable just like he's famous, you know, and he was comfortable just out walking you know, in this, like, pretty heavily trafficked area, you know, and loved it. I
1: know. I know. That does make it more sad.
0: <laughs> I know. Ramp,
1: ramp. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and like that, he wasn't even in the home for that long. But um, so, yeah, in addition to Gianni Versace, the house was also used by many of his close friends and family members. His brother Santo's bedroom is now called the Venus Room and his sister Donatella's bedroom is the signature suite. Um, Some of the contents from when Versace lived there were auctioned um, in New York City in April of 2001 for a reported $28 million. Um, And what still remains there today from the Versace era in the hotel today are the richly decorated walls, floors, ceilings, and windows, as well as the pool, garden, and the entire
1: south wing. Okay, so none of the furnishings or anything, but...
0: think so yeah but they may be I mean right. I feel like they probably were like heavily inspired by him
1: <laughs> I don't know just oh like... absolutely absolutely but probably not like the original right. yeah things absolutely. yeah okay dog. oh this so okay so I'm looking up pictures of it now too mm-hmm. and yeah you can see there's like um a hostess station so that's probably to get into the restaurant and bar mm-hmm. um so, yeah, what it is now, the hotel that we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Interesting. And the house, after his death, sat empty for about three years. Um,
1: in <gasps> really? September,
0: in September of 2000, Donatella finally sold the property to Peter Lofton, um, who is a telecommunications magnet from North Carolina, for $19 million. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, just too painful, you know, to... For any of the family to continue living there. Um, this guy, Peter, will often use the house as his private residence, as well as a hotel, a membership club, and private events venue from 2001 to the end of 2009. Um, and then in December of 2009, events impresario and restaurateur, that's how he's described,
1: <laughs> uh, literally.
0: Barton G. Weiss uh, leased the property and took over the mansion, um, imprinting his own signature style on the stored house and reopened the um, reopened it as the Villa by Barton G. Um, okay, so.
1: I'm sorry. I'm looking at pictures of the rooms and not my style.
0: <laughs> I told you it was gaudy.
1: <laughs> oh my God! And I will post pictures of this because. The ceilings look so low with like all that insane print. Yeah, There's one with like some weird mural on the wall. Like, I don't know about this staying here. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just going to the bar.
0: (laughs) I'm all for staying there. I'm like for all the pictures of in the most ridiculous things.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you you have to kind of do that. Lean into it. Lean into it.
0: I mean, I would be there just for
1: the laughs, really,
0: like, you know, like, that's, I, yeah, me to it.
1: <laughs> absolutely,
0: um, okay, so then it was reopened as the villa by Barton G, um, in September, 2013, Florida business, um, man, and, um, sorry, Florida business connected to the Jordash empire, or enterprises, was uh, Bought the mansion and um, they bought it at an auction for, for the winning bid of $41.5 million. So the original oh. rates that oh, when I think Freeman sold it was like $100,000. So now it was $41.5 million. Um, and legend maintains that the villa was the, oh, sorry. Legend maintains that Casa Casarina was the original name given to the house when it was built in 1930 as a homage to the only remaining tree in the lot after the 1926 hurricane oh that hit South oh. Florida. So Alden Freeman was forced to cut down the tree in order to make room for the construction of his new house. Um. And Casarinia equistifolia is the botanical name of the tropical tree, popularly known as the... Oh, Elspir- my
1: God. Right. Okay, that goes... That is deep. That just, like, blew my mind that, like, they made cut that down down connection.
0: The tree left after the hurricane.
1: <laughs> I mean, he couldn't, oh.
0: like, move his, like, construction <laughs> plans, like, a foot, <laughs> like, yeah, to the left or I right.
1: Know. <laughs> I know. Well, that this place is haunted by motherfucking nature, okay? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, my God. But these pictures are stunning. There's, like, the the restaurant dining room, like, by the pool at night when, like, the, all these so the cool. lights on the pool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, definitely would love, you know, if I said, like I said, if money were no object, I'd go stay on a weekend for $940 a night, Um, you know? Or I if I'm a little cheap, I'd stay on a Tuesday for 540 $5. Should we
1: start a GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, totally.
0: And yeah, if you if you can get into the one ten one of the ten suites. Um, but yeah, so now we can switch gears and talk um a little bit about the murder of Gianni Versace because as I mentioned earlier, he was like horrifically gunned down on the steps of his beloved home, um, the villa that you can now stay at. So,
1: um, Ugh, so sad.
0: And yes, yeah, definitely look more into it if you're interested, but um, this is just kind of high level. So um, spree killer, Andrew Cunanan, one of the creepiest guys I've ever learned about.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So he murdered um, world-renowned you know, fashion designer Gianni Versace. Um, he was shot twice in the head and Cunanan fled the scene. And was like on the run. And yeah, so we'll get into it. I was about to just go on a tangent and I'm like, let me just actually. (laughs) Oh my
1: God, please do. You need to balance out my tangents. (laughs) Go on the tangent of my own notes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Where I'm going to talk about it in just two seconds. (laughs) Okay. So Kunanen had no criminal record before the spring of 1997 when he began his killing spree in Minneapolis. Um, on April 27th, 1997, after traveling from San Diego, my former home, Kunanin oh. uh, bludgeoned Jeffrey Trail to death. Um, Jeffrey Trail was an acquaintance of David Madsen, who was an ex lover of Kunanin's. Um, and Kunanin had already murdered Dave Madsen on May 3rd. Um, or, I'm sorry he went on to murder him on May 3rd. So the first killing was April 27th. Then May 3rd was Dave Madsen, his former lover. Kunanen um, shot Madsen in the head, dumped his body near a lake outside Minneapolis and took his red Jeep Cherokee. Two days later in Chicago, he gained access to the estate of wealthy developer Lee Miglin, beat him to death and stole his Lexus. Um, and then on May 9th, Kunanen abandoned his um, Lexus in Pennsville, New Jersey, and shot a cemetery caretaker named William Reese to death, and stole his red pickup truck. Um, so, like, massive kind of um, manhunt is happening, you know, across country. This guy's driving all over, killing people, stealing their ve- vehicles. Like, it just doesn't seem very planned and Definitely chaotic and, like, scary because, like, I mean, no one knows. Right. Her.
1: And, and like, I feel like having seen the assassination of Johnny Versace, American crime story show that was on, mm-hmm. like, to- I can, like, see this whole, like, thing happening because mm-hmm. i watched that. So if you're, like, into this story and haven't seen that show, you should watch it. I think it's on, like, Hulu, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think it is on Hulu now. Yeah, it's really good. It's really creepy. And, um... Yeah, it goes into the whole kind of like on the run manhunt. So, with the uh, massive F- FBI manhunt for in underway, he drove down to Miami Beach and July 11th was recognized by a fast food employee who had seen his picture on the TV show America's Most Wanted. Wow.
1: <sighs> I always love these
0: people. I know. They're God all God with- bless you know? these people. They see so many people, you know, they see so many people a day that they're the perfect people to fine
1: criminals (laughs) my god
0: yeah and if you're on the run you know you're just like you don't have a lot of money you got to be eating at mcdonald's or someplace um right yeah so okay but that he called it in to the police but they arrived too late and 4 days later Cunanan shot Versace to death outside his South Beach mansion like we said when he returned home from his daily walk um so both Andrew Cunanan and Gianni Versace were both openly gay and did run in similar similar circles but police failed to find any evidence that they had ever met so i think the show it it, it does show them like meeting kind of like in a casual instance right but,
1: which like, which they totally could have but right. that doesn't his mind mean yeah, right. yeah yeah right we don't yeah. know
0: it, yeah he may have exactly casually and maybe that was a big thing for him and he just like became obsessed um but like no one really knows it like wasn't like he was on his way to kill Versace just like he ended up there you know it's kind of strange. Right,
1: it's um, literally all speculation right. at this point
0: Yeah. So Versace's killing set off an even bigger manhunt for Andrew Cunanan, because now, you know, a celebrity has been killed. Um, And he, you know, it was hard because Cunanan was really known for his being like a chameleon and he could take like a different picture and he would look different like every time, kind of like Ted Bundy, where he was really good at disguising his appearance. And he just didn't look, he was just like a young, handsome man. He didn't look like you know
1: right you wouldn't you wouldn't like make a note in your head like oh there was like this sketchy guy walking down my street like if there was just a normal looking dude walking down your street you wouldn't even put that in your memory bank I feel like right
0: Mm -hmm. so on July 23rd just a couple weeks later the search ended just 40 blocks away from Versace's home on a two-level houseboat um, that kunanen had broken into. There the police found him dead from a self-inflicted bullet wound from the same gun that took the lives of two of his victims and he left no suicide note. So I think he just oh. knew the jig was up like they were cornering in on him. There was nowhere he could go, you know, um, even in a city of Miami that's so touristy and so easy to probably blend into. Yeah.
1: Yes. And can we just for a second, like this, that is a horrible thing yes um but back to houseboats yes <laughs> because, oh <my> <laughs> okay what do you think of when you think of houseboats
0: oh uh, I don't know
1: I've i like never like is home. there a movie is there a movie that you think of with houseboats <laughs> <laughs> uh... okay I'll <laughs> tell you mine okay <laughs> Okay, whenever I think because I never grew up in a or have ever lived in a place where like houseboats were even a thing. Mm-hmm. So my first like experience with houseboats was on Drop Dead Fred, which is like one of the greatest <laughs> cinematic films of our, our lifetime. And that her best friend cool. lives on a houseboat. Yes. Yeah. And just comedy ensues on that houseboat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my cousin in Seattle area lived on a houseboat for a while. He just lived on his boat. Really? I guess if you yeah. have a boat, that's also then your houseboat. <laughs> um,
1: I know. No, that's crazy. Like I had never in my life. But yeah, there's houseboats. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, bad because I feel like done. that would be dangerous. Some anyone could like walk out onto the docks and like onto your houseboat. You gotta lock
0: your houseboat like you lock your regular house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it just seems more penetrable. Yeah, <laughs> easily my penetrable.
0: Been on a houseboat, and he's driven a houseboat before um, when he was younger. He did that like with his family, but I've never been on one either. I think they're like more common in like lake areas, but um
1: yeah, or like rivers or like really smooth harbors, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's
0: gotta be like yeah. yeah I can't be like the
1: ocean. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I I'm down for a houseboat too. Let's go to Miami.
1: <laughs> like anyway, I'm sorry. I just couldn't stop thinking about Drop Dead Fred when I thought about Houseboats because it's the first thing that came to mind, and then I had to have a little chuckle. But anyway.
0: and I haven't thought about that movie in probably 30 years. Uh, so
1: thank you. I gotta get my kids to watch that one. That is, it's probably so not kid friendly. Like if I watched it now, I would be like, oh, what was I? Wa-? It's like Labyrinth. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah. Oh my god! I was like allowed to just watch this. You know, at, like five.
0: bad or just straight up confusing. You
1: know, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, that's probably why I was like, oh my god, because I'm like watching it at a whole new level now. Like I'm yeah. not like, oh Muppets. I'm like weird shit. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what is the actual actual message of this movie? <laughs> like, what is happening to my brain? Anyway. From the labyrinth, we are going back to whatever you were talking about. A houseboat? Yeah. I'm sorry. Dude.
0: I say we meet up Miami Beach, houseboat, then we'll grab a drink at the villa. And our uh, yeah. respects to Johnny Versace. But, uh, yeah, so that is that is the Villa Casa casarina, the Versace mansion in Miami Beach. Uh, let me know if you've ever been. Have you... Um, yeah. have you been to Miami? I don't know. Have you been there? Uh, let us know what you think. And Yeah.
1: Wait, I have one more question. Sure. <laughs> so sorry. Um, Wasn't there something in this case that's, like, always covered when they talk about it, like, in a true crime podcast, that like, the local radio station like, put out his, like, the car he was driving or his license plate number or something and and, like, the media did something that they shouldn't have done. Is that ringing a bell?
0: Oh, yeah, I think so, maybe. Yeah, they might have, like, released some kind of information that police didn't want out there, you know, because, like, you know, sometimes they keep that stuff to make sure that, you know, he is the killer or whatever. Or, yeah, I do remember. Right.
1: Yeah, it, it did. And, and And then it was, like, because of this case, they, like, added some extra measure to something mm-hmm. or whatever oh
0: my gosh I wish I yeah. looked at that no I just did yes I'm remembering that now but yeah he I mean it's inc- like even in the show like they just show how long he was just like hiding out in Miami and it's like way too long <laughs> you know for a serial killer just on the run you know yeah yeah totally yeah oh my goodness but yeah so I mean definitely um a storied, storied past um at this place but i would love to go someday and um we've got one more episode on famous hotels before we take our break and um stay at a hotel or two coming up so
1: i know we're gonna report back we're gonna report back and like i said um dm us on instagram at famous kate and liz kate with a c let us know what you want us to cover next i know amber v um always gives us great great ideas and um yeah we love you all and ending a podcast is really awkward so
0: <laughs> all right well we love you guys and um yeah love you mean it and have a great one <laughs> Bye. Bye.